0: Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike, that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and we catch up.
1: I still wait for the sometimes more than once. (laughs) We used to do a mini episode, and you would say sometimes
0: more than once. And now we do live episodes. The next one's coming up on May 7th on Pride48.com. You guys should put it on your calendars now. It's at 8.30 p.m. Pacific. You can listen to us live. We don't record it, so this is stuff that we don't want a permanent record of. We just call and catch up and talk to the people in the chat room.
1: Yeah, and I'll have more. I actually believe it. i will have more to say about the live show coming up than uh, in the news.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, what's up with you? You've been so busy, like... This is not the normal time we record no the episode it a day later. is gonna be coming out late because we were just we both had trouble like getting no it's my parents it was all they're all
1: wrapped up in Easter Ugh. you know and my mom was just oh they're having a big Easter party and everything that was getting on my case and do you need to know this is not my personal story this is just a random extra bonus story I'm throwing in. I was in my parents' house like just chilling. And my parents were outside, like, getting ready for the Easter party, and my mom was I don't know what my mom was doing. She was doing something, and she was like telling my dad, Do this and my dad was like, Stop it! You're being like Joey. <laughs> and then my mom goes, Don't say that to me. Don't insult me right now. I'm just trying to get things done for the party. Don't How dare you? Yeah, how dare you? And I was like, How I'm just sitting how did I just get thrown under the bus? <laughs>
0: On this, was it just because she was being bossy? I don't or... think I'm bossy. What? Are you <laughs> Or was it because about? she was telling mean jokes that made people not want to be around her? No, I think. Or it... was it because?
1: <laughs> no, I think it's because she's being perfectionist about something. Oh, And gotcha. I, I, I guess the the thing in my family is that especially when I'm cooking, I turned into I turned into like Gordon Ramsay on Hell's Kitchen, <laughs> and I throw like tantrums. And... You throw
0: f- plates of food yeah. against the wall. Like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> Come here, you fuckhead! Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's going on with you? I think that was um, a pretty controversial picture I saw up on uh, the mm-hmm. internets. What? Yeah. I,
0: I was naked? No. What was it of?
1: It was you and your special friend.
0: Oh, me and Broad Kyle?
1: Yeah, I got a lot oh. of uh, phone calls and texts about that.
0: Okay, so... I love go. that I
1: get phone calls and texts about who you go places with.
0: <laughs> so... Uh, This last Wednesday, I thought to myself, I live in San Francisco. I need to keep track of like my favorite singers so that when they come to town, because San Francisco is on the list of every major tour, right? So I need to keep track of like my favorites and figure out when they're coming to town. And I started with uh, Rufus Wainwright, who I really like. Uh, Joey and I went and saw him at the Hollywood Bowl, you know, five years ago, maybe. Maybe, no, maybe more than it that. It might be
1: like six or seven.
0: Yeah. So I, I like him. Um, so I went to his website to see when he was going to be in town. Um, it turns out he's going to be in town this coming weekend, which was last weekend. Yeah. Like a couple of days after when I was looking it up. So I went to the venue's website and they were all sold out of tickets. They were like 50 or $60 tickets all sold out. So I was like, well, let me just go check StubHub or Craigslist or something. Joey, why did I find tickets there for $15 each? Hmm. So I bought two tickets. Uh, Rod Kyle went with me. And I love Rufus Wainwright. It was so good. His half-sister Lucy opened for them or for him. And um, so when you and I saw him, he was playing the Hollywood Bowl, doing the Judy Garland uh, concert, and none of the stuff was original. But when I saw him this time, it was, like, all his own stuff. It was the first time I saw him and he did, like, his own stuff. Um, And for $15 seats, like, it just was, like, so cheap. So, like, we had a good dinner beforehand. Um, Like, I didn't feel guilty spending that money because fucking seats were $15.
1: Now, let me ask you a question. I have a few questions. Now, one, I should make it clear that you turned me on to Rufus Wainwright. Good, yeah. so you were a big fan of his. Did he do any of the hits?
0: Yeah, he did. I mean, all of his hits, really. Um, Pretty much. And then a couple of older ones. There was something weird. Like, halfway through the show, he, like, introduced Liza Minnelli. And then his sister comes out in a costume. And that's funny. But then they, like, sang just his own songs together. They did nothing, like, Liza-related. Don't you think they'd sing one Liza song? Right? Right? it was really bizarre and his sister kind of had like a what's the girl's name from girls lena dunham yeah she kind of had like that sort of personality and so like he asked like her a question. fat chick personality by the way she's not fat who lena dunham no she's tv fat she's tv fat yeah like turtle from
1: entourage isn't fat you know? I don't know who that is. There's a guy in that show Entourage on HBO. Yeah. He's like, he was like
0: the fat guy.
1: Yeah. And meanwhile, he was like literally the thinnest person ever.
0: Yeah. Well, she just has this like apathetic, like self-deprecating sort of like personality. And so he asked her questions like, hey, Liza, what do you think about whatever? And she'd be like, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just like really weird. They didn't like, really think this out. Joe, Joey, this was the last venue in their seven-week tour, so like, <laughs> they've done this before. This wasn't like a random thing that they did. This had to have been pre-planned. And then at one point, um, Rocky Balboa comes out, like some guy dressed like Rocky Balboa. And what he, is like,
1: going on at this show?
0: He yells Adrian and then he like goes back in and like nobody claps or laughs because it was so fucking weird. It was so weird. He struggles like I don't know if you remember during the the show we saw at the Hollywood Bowl. He like struggles to speak like his thoughts aren't like really coherent when he's talking to an audience. It's really weird. It was really weird. But anyway, all that being said, it was a really good time. Um, I saw Melissa, uh, who you might remember, we met her in Vegas at Pride 48. I met her? Yeah, she was in the hospitality. She ran the hospitality Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was a Vegas local. Now she lives up here near me. And she was there, um, which was pretty cool. And I, it just was a really good time. So that happened. Wait, you
1: just did not answer my question at all. Who did well, you go with?
0: Rod Kyle, I said that.
1: And do we have an update on how Rod Kyle things are? Like, where are we on this?
0: No, we're everything's perfect. Everything's great. What's up with you? <laughs>
1: um, okay, so Wednesday, Wednesday morning, I had un- an unusual circumstance. I had to, like, leave the house at, like, 6 in the morning and drive to Los Angeles. I felt so, like, part of the normal re- human race. So, but I went to, I went, I left at six, so I'd get to LA kind of early, so-ish, to avoid all the horrible traffic, but I was too early. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I had coffee with one uh, uh, Richard, my cousin, who, if if you're new to the show, I have a gay cousin named Richard. He's a week younger than I am, and he's gay. And uh, I, we met up for coffee. Well, actually, I just picked up coffee and went to the house. Now, Let me tell you this. I had the coffee, I would say, around 7 a.m. I sat down and finally started drinking the coffee in Richard's house. And I was actually saying this would be nice if Richard and I were, like, old queens living next to each other. And just, like, every morning we just have coffee and, like, yeah. shoot the shit and talk about, you know, how horrible the youth is.
0: Yeah. Or you can always, like, late at night wake up and get the cheesecake out of the fridge. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> But
1: I do also love, though, that at one point I go, why don't we do this? Why don't we get together like this every morning? He goes, bitch, I have a job. <laughs> he was on spring break. You know, he's a teacher. Yeah. And so that's why he was able to do it. But usually he can't do that. I was like, oh, that's right. So anyway, <laughs> I, leave, I leave my uh, cousin's house and I go to the rest of the way to my meeting. And I'm in this meeting. And everything's going fine. I turn my phone on silent, and but every, you know we're we're editing something that I that um, my writing partner Shannon and I wrote, and it's it's like it's not projected, but everyone can see the screen, my computer okay. screen, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, we're all like, "Oh, well, this scene, yada yada yada, and that scene, boo boo," and it's like, "Bring," and it's like, "Bitch,
0: what are you doing?" <laughs> so you had iMessage on your computer? Yeah, I have iMessage on my Mac. So we're in a text conversation. It's you, me, and Joey Buhecker
1: from the podcast "Cocktails and Cream Puffs."
0: So he respond. He was probably listening to our show at the time because he was like texting about things that we were ta- we had talked about. Basically, right? Yeah.
1: And at first, I was like, oh, ha 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 ha. You know, I think it's gonna be like one text, and it's just like. Bing, 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 bing. And it's just like these horrible things that Joey Boo no, is saying. No, there was
0: nothing horrible about it. But the the best part from our end, well, first of all, that's your own fault. That is not our fault. Second of all.
1: I never I never put blame on anyone. Your uh
0: your response was like, can you please take this to a different message? I am in a meeting.
1: Um, That's how you read it. I, I was trying to be funny. I was like, girls, can we play this? No, yes, I did. That's not
0: how we read it. That's not how we read it. Well,
1: that's not how you read it, but. That's how I We are like, it.
0: oh, Joe Batanz had to leave his house during the day, so he's, like, upset at the world right now. <laughs> I wasn't upset. I was just like, it was embarrassing. <laughs> at least we didn't say anything too weird, or we didn't say anything about, like, the people you were with or something. Yeah, that's true. That could have been really bad. That would have been really,
1: really bad. <laughs> Which, you know, that that stuff has happened to me. I remember one time I, I met this guy online, and I'd never met him yet, actually. We just started talking. But... um. He 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 didn't speak funny, he was just sort of a dick. And he would like use like one of the people who would use big words on purpose just to uh intimidate you or show you how smart he was. Oh, I can't remember boy. what his name was. So um I I told Jonathan, my friend, like, oh my god, you gotta hear this guy talk. It's so dumb. And so we called and he didn't answer. It went to his voicemail. And so I, you know, I I hung up on him, but Jonathan and I had a full on <laughs> conversation about to
0: record it on his voice. Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: And the guy texted me or something and said like, next time you're going to talk shit on someone, make sure that you hang up on them first. <laughs> and I never heard from him ever again. It was horrible.
0: <laughs> uh, horrible. So then, oh
1: no, I have another funny story too. Okay. One time I was hanging out with a friend of mine. I won't say who, even though he does not listen to the show in case he does. And ugh, I've always been so frightened this will happen again. But um, I was really bored hanging out with him, and I was supposed to hang out with Mercedes and Chris afterwards, and that was already in the plans. But I was so bored that I texted Mercedes, and I said to say like, "Hey, uh, can you call me and have me come earlier than <laughs> usual? Because just I'm I'm so bored hanging out with this person." But I guess I had that person's name on my brain. And I was sitting next to him, and I sent the text, and all of a sudden I heard,
0: ding! And but he, you could play that off. I you did play like, it off. Luckily, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I'm very lucky that I can play that stuff off. But, oh, my God, I must have turned, like, 3,000 shades of red.
0: Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Do Speaking – you have this problem because one time Joey pocket dialed me from his car somehow. Do you remember this?
1: Yeah, hey, you bring it up all the time. Of course I remember it. <laughs>
0: Joey was driving somewhere. He pocket dialed me from his car. And I hear him like, like all the normal car sounds, right? (laughs) And then you hear him like popping a CD. (laughs) He's like, well, bitch, why are you listening that long? (laughs) Well, because I didn't, this is, I think like in the days, I don't know that it's like predates um, caller ID, but I don't know that he knew who it was. I had to figure out who it was that I was even listening to. So I'm listening, and then music comes on, and it's the song Wild Wild West.
1: Yes, yes, sings
0: uh, Who sings that? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to know. Joey, how do you not know? You know every goddamn (laughs) word in that song. (laughs) It was so funny. Headed (laughs) to
1: the 90s, waiting for the Wild Wild West.
0: And I heard him sing the whole song. Oh, it was my so God. funny. Oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> I I'm, wish
1: I saved that somewhere. I'm constantly
0: embarrassing myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was so funny. What's going on with you? What else is going well, on with you? Well, I've been really stressed with uh, work stuff this last week. A lot of it is, um, like, hurry up and wait for other people to finish things so I could finish my stuff. So, like, everyone's busy. Nobody's, like, dragging their feet or dropping the ball or anything. It's just, like a lot of things that I can't do until other people complete their part of a project. Um, But I designed a logo for this one program we were running and we were really uh, freaked out about like the name. I, I had to create this whole brand around a program we're doing but we didn't even have a name for it. So there's like, and this is like really hard for me. There's a whole committee involved with like, who, what we're going to call it and how it's going to be messaged and everything, even though I'm the one that's creating all the branding. So all these people have an opinion, and all of the opinions are equally important, right? So uh, we had problems coming up with a name, and everyone hated everyone else's opinions. Um, eventually, we decided on a name, though, and that meant that I had to come up with a logo and like branding for this program in a matter of hours so all of these ideas had to go through a committee and i'm like really sensitive about getting feedback i know you know so um i i seriously came up with like a hundred ideas and they told me a hundred reasons why they hated it um can it be slightly tilted can the lines be thicker no can the lines be thinner all of this bullshit right and so finally we, we decide on everything. The idea is this like test tube sort of logo looking thing and all the marketing pieces are coming together. And then that night after all of this is done, I kind of feel relieved. I see at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock. I got an email on my phone that came in Bing Bing, and it says, uh, we have to change the shape of the test tube from somebody on the committee. And I was like, "Oh fuck this. No. Like, we just spent so much time solidifying everything. I'm like, no. And then my boss sent an email that said something like, he, he was very supportive of me. He was like, well, how strongly do you feel about changing this? Because really we are past the point of making edits and this has been going around and blah, blah, blah. And then the coworker who said that we needed to change it, she was like, um, the test tube looks like a condom. Oh. Joey, when you looked at it, it wasn't just a condom, like the bottom of the test tube had like liquid in it. It was a cum filled condom. And like once you saw it, you could not unsee it. So I had to go back and rechange the shape of this test tube to like, and now it looks like a dildo. And yeah. <laughs> is- I just I just added a ball sack to it and it was <laughs> fine. <laughs> so just like dealing with that kind of stuff, like all of my ideas having to go through a committee like, that's just kind of new to me, and it's difficult.
1: God, I wish I could talk about something. But um, I know what you mean. You know, I have a writing partner, and one of the things you learn with a writing partner is you'll have this great idea, and you'll be like, this is the best idea ever. And then that person will probably either change it or say, no, I don't like that idea yeah and that's been it's one tough. of the most frustrating things um, uh, writing with someone or working with someone creatively it's like yeah you just wanted to be like yes everything i did was perfect
0: right and, and uh, one of my like biggest pet peeves though with design is well first of all i take criticism really poorly and i know that that's a character flaw of mine but then like i get this a lot um i really don't like this color orange can you change it to a different color i'm like sure what color do you think it should be? And they're like, you're the professional. Uh, I'm like, well, the professional said orange. So let's go with that. Like, that's just the worst kind of feedback ever is like, you should be able to do it. uh, So what else is happening with you?
1: um, Well, you know, friend of the show, uh, Shane, who lives in Oakland, Mm -hmm. was down here in Southern California where he's from originally for a few days. And, He squeezed me into his busy schedule. He goes, let's grab breakfast before I leave. So uh, I wanted to meet halfway with him. He's from Huntington Beach, California. And so um, I want to go to this place I had heard about that I heard was really good for breakfast called the Original Pancake House in Anaheim. Okay. And often confused with International House of Pancakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But anyway, so – I know that this place is popular. So I tell so I anyway, text Jingle, I let's go to the original pancake house. I say it's I go don't confuse it with IHOP. It's the original pancake house. Here is the address. I text him the actual physical address of the place. Okay. I sh- Where is it by the way? It's in Anaheim on um Lincoln. Okay. It's on Lincoln. It, by the way, this is a Thursday morning around 10. Like you should think at any other time to be like a dead Like, not very busy. Yeah. Um, Lying at the door. Whoa, really? Like, packed. People milling around the streets. No parking. Is it really close to Disneyland? Pretty close to Disneyland. And that's my theory, too. My theory, it's in one of those guidebooks. It's always like, uh Uh skip breakfast at Disneyland. Just go to the original Pancake House. It's better, you know? Totally. And uh, packed. I mean, packed. And, you know, spring break week, too. So that makes it worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I get there, and I text Shane. And I'm like, "Uh, hey, just so you know, it's packed. And he goes, no, it's not. It's empty.
0: He's at IHOP. He's at IHOP. Ugh. And I go, I sent you the address. He goes,
1: I know my GPS brought me here. And I go, no, it didn't. Shane. No, it didn't. You didn't You, you didn't use directions. No, that's very Shane. Let me tell you this.
0: Is IHOP anywhere near original? There's like one, counts.
1: like three miles down, two miles down. Let me tell you something. Shane used to work for me. And it was a really, when I had the SAT business, he worked for me. And it was a really, really busy, busy day for me. Like we were getting close oh, to this. I is guess. about a sandwich? Yes. <laughs> Have I told this on the air?
0: I don't know. Just tell it because, I, I mean, I've heard the story, but that doesn't mean you've told it. Just tell it.
1: I was super busy. And he he would teach the first class and I would teach the second class. Okay? Like the like he would teach the first half of the class and I would teach the second half. So after his first half is done, he's like, all right, I'm going to head over to the office. I go, listen – I have a like a, a session right after this one at the office. Here's some money. Here's like twenty bucks. Buy yourself a sandwich. Buy me a sandwich. There's a place called Tummy Stuffer down the street.
0: I know Tummy Stuffer. Yeah,
1: they have a hundred and one different sandwiches. Which, by the way, the biggest cop out because like tuna sandwich, tuna with cheese. You know the number two, the number yeah. three, tuna with cheese and lettuce. The number four. <laughs> okay, not really a hundred and one different sandwiches. <laughs> Tuna and cheese and salt. Yeah. On, tuna and cheese and pepper. Tuna on bread. <laughs> so um, he goes, oh, I've never been to this place. I go, yeah, 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 it's good. Just get you know, get whatever you want. Get me. And he goes, what do you want me to get you? I go, Shane, they have 101 different sandwiches. All of them good. Surprise me. Go crazy. Yeah. Get whatever you want you think I should have. Go crazy. Right. I'll be happy. He goes, okay. He leaves. I'm done with the class. Mike, I am starving. Starving, like getting like dizzy, like and also low blood sugar anger, you know, could yeah. easily set in. Right. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. super hungry. Rush over to the office. And when I walk into the office, like the little break room was to the right. And I walk in and Shane's like, uh, I, I go, oh, I see Shane. And he's like sitting down and he is eating this sandwich. He's like, oh, man, this sandwich is so fucking good. This is the best sandwich I ever had. Oh, mm, mm, mm. this is the best sandwich. I go, and I go, what'd you get? And he goes, oh, I got turkey, bacon, avocado, and cheese. Oh, it's so good. I'm like, oh, sounds that good, sounds yeah. great. I go, where's my sandwich? Oh, it's it's on your it's on your table. It's so it's around the corner. I go to my table. There's a the sandwich, Mike. This was the saddest sandwich. <laughs> it literally was just turkey, no mayo. No mustard, no cheese, just turkey (laughs) on dry bread. No. Yeah. And I go, Are you kidding me with this? He goes, (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know what to get you. (laughs) And I was like, I said, Go crazy. And you gave me a turkey, (laughs) like, Mike, just meat (laughs) on bread.
0: He thought you, when you said go crazy, he thought order like he was a crazy person. Maybe
1: that's what it was. (laughs) Because don't you think at least if you don't know, you know what, I don't know what to get. I'm going to get him the exact same thing that I had.
0: Yeah, I think if, if somebody said, like, just give me anything, you say, like, give me a number four. Yes, put everything you normally put on it. Like, you put get something on the menu, and you don't say hold the peppers, yes, hold the yes, anything. You just right. say put it all on. Yes, I completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. And because then, y- you weren't picky, so you can pick off the olives if you don't like olives yeah. or whatever because you, you said fine.
1: And so this shows you what – that's why he went to IHOP because I didn't say, you know – turn right on the lincoln go 400 feet park in this spot he's just like oh i'm gonna help right so anyway now now also shane is in very very good shape right yeah okay so we go and i order i think i just had an omelet you know and it came with like pa- like pancakes right
0: yeah
1: and he got like he got like such a boring a boring breakfast he got like bacon eggs and toast or something like that right with some pancakes and I don't the original pancake cuz they have they have the original pancake house they have good bacon like thick nice bacon right so during his meal he kept saying like yo do you want to hit some of this bacon i'm like no 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 man you know eat your breakfast i'll eat my breakfast we're good right and he yeah. he keeps bugging me right and i finished my breakfast oh, he's also a slow eater so i finished my breakfast way ahead of him right and i'm good it was a good breakfast so finally, he's eating everything. He's eating the pancakes. He's eating the toast. He's eating the eggs. Uh, now he just has like some bacon left, and he goes, "This one piece of bacon." He goes, "You want this bacon?" I go, "Shane, have your bacon." He goes, "Okay." The waitress comes. He just gives her the plate, and with the like one piece of bacon on it. That was all, like just one piece of bacon. I go, "Oh my god!" And like I, a fat man can't see bacon go to waste. <laughs> I wasn't even hungry, and I was like, "I'll take the bacon." <laughs> And I like, I could, I, I what person, Mike, would you, if you had, let's say you were like, you'd eaten and there was all you had
0: left. Yeah, I would not just let a piece of bacon go.
1: Or wouldn't you even say, let's say you couldn't, let's say you couldn't eat another bite. Wouldn't you tell the person, like, look, if you don't eat it, I'm just going to give it to the waitress?
0: No, I don't think I would say that. I'd, but I don't think I would be in a point. You could always stuff down one more piece of bacon. Yeah, it's not like I said <laughs> a,
1: a side of ham. <laughs> You know, like a stack of pancakes. It was a piece of bacon. It was a good piece of bacon. I tried it. I got to try it. But like he was going to let that bacon go. So anyway, the pancake house, like I told you, was super, 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 super packed. Right? And they had a large party waiting. And as Shane and I were eating, right next to our table, they set up like a a table, like a long – they put all these tables together and they put the setting. But And you could see the party sitting in the waiting room, like the waiting area. Yeah. But they weren't seating them. And so I figured out, oh, they need our table too. Oh, uh-huh. because they brought the bill right away? Yeah. And then they were doing that thing where they like, were hovering around the table. like just like, oh, is there anything else we can get for you? And I was like, no. And the reason I say, I wanted to go, Shane saved his coffee. Like he didn't drink any coffee while he was eating. and he's like, oh, I'm gonna have me some coffee now. And he okay. sat there and just like slowly sipped his coffee and I'm And just...
0: he enjoyed his company with his friend Joe that he doesn't get to see all the time.
1: Yeah, we enjoyed... he could enjoy He could have joined my company outside.
0: Yeah, but you guys went to this place. I don't think you should feel obligated. I trust me, I'm I would have been in the exact same place you are, but as an outsider, I want to tell you you don't have to rush for that table. That's not your job. Your job is you're paying to sit and enjoy yourselves. You guys can sit and enjoy yourselves.
1: No, no one was no one was mean to us about it. But it was yeah. funny. As soon as we left, man, they fucking jumped on our table and, like, and put it together. And, went to, and so here's a question for you. They seated us it, like – I'm sorry. The people they were seating had a person in full military, I believe it was Marine, full dress uniform. Yeah. Okay. Sh- Shane was very bothered by this. Did it bother you if a person goes out in full marine dress uniform to breakfast?
0: I think there's reasons you would, right? Like, I don't, I guess. It did seem that like the guy was being
1: very like, yeah, look at me. yeah, look at me.
0: Because, like, you know, don't you think, would you go to a
1: pancake house in your full dress <laughs> uniform?
0: Well, don't they get to like fly for free or something? I think there's perks when you're Maybe wearing they're that. Maybe are going nice a or something. To People are nice to you when you have that uniform on. Oh, like I bet yeah. you, like people will buy shit oh, for yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll take. It. I'll get his coffee too, or yeah. whatever.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah, I'm sure that happens all the time.
0: So maybe that's why he was wearing you know, it. He just wanted something for free.
1: This is a true story. But when I was in college, for a month, we like uh, the, the the person we had a. Co- I live with a you know as is the way in college. I live with like seven people in one apartment. Yeah. and two of the people um, formed a couple and they broke up like a month into this school year. <laughs> so the the chick took off. The guy stayed, but the chick took off. So we needed some and they were gonna rent a room like they, so the guy shared a room with somebody else in the apartment, but we had to rent this room out. So we rented it out to this marine named Corey and he was awful he wasn't that he was a nice guy, but just super just just didn't fit in with the group. Right, okay, and one day we were all sitting there. he was a marine. he didn't go to school, he was a marine at the at the ocean side or El toro when El Toro had a marine base,
0: yeah, dating yourself, but yeah,
1: yeah, I know seriously, <laughs> so' because now it's a park, yeah, <laughs> um God, you're so right, but um he um one day we're sitting there, and some Marines come to the door. And they go, we just want you to know your roommate, Corey, uh, was in a major motorcycle accident. Whoa. And he's in the hospital. And we have come to get his things.
0: No, uh-uh.
1: Yeah, he's in the hospital.
0: But I would say no, you can't just come in and get... It was No, no, no. no. It was just like toothpaste. I don't know. That's weird, Joey. What? It, dude, are you, two fucking
1: Marines come to the door. You're going to be like, no, sorry, Marines. You can't come get his toothpaste.
0: Yeah, I would. Oh. No, we did. Well, Joey, my uh, – I just think that if somebody came to the door and said, hey, Mike uh, sent me here to get his stuff, so can you guys let me in? I want my roommates to say no. Uh-uh.
1: Oh, but it wasn't anything like super personal. It really was just toothpaste and, like, a comb and stuff like that. It wasn't anything nice. big because the point of the story is they leave and they're like, yeah, he'll be back like, in a couple weeks, few weeks. Um – why did I uh, get uh, slip into his um, Marine full-dress uniform and walk around <laughs> campus the whole day and, and did that? Now, if you don't believe me, and I'm going to post these on the Facebook page. Okay. I will post. I have pictures of me in the Marine full-dress uniform <laughs> in college.
0: Did people treat you differently?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I believe it. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. That's there funny. was one time, too. My, I, you know, I come from a family of firemen. -hmm. And this was the time when you would do this shit, but like I asked my uh, uncle for their old turnouts, you know, the thing that, like, not the full fireman gear, but just sort of what they wear when they're just like, when they have their jacket off. Mm -hmm. And um, I would wear it around. And one time I wore it to the Starbucks that was across from the fire station. And I wasn't even Mm -hmm. thinking, I'll have like a venti coffee or whatever. Let me tell you something. The guy goes, uh, uh, It's on the house. And I was like, "What?" And he goes, "We appreciate what you guys do here." And I was like, "Uh, uh okay, thanks." And I just like left. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes. So there's that. I walked around in a full marine dress uniform. I can't believe I did that. Oh my god! <laughs> I will post pictures
0: on the Facebook page. Okay, good idea. Um, I also want to post sometimes this week that commercial that remember we were talking. Oh, you finally got it. Um, no. I wait. What are you? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I think about like the one you made with the director. Oh no, 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 no. That's still in production. But the one, um, that you were in (laughs) the like check cashing place.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The, you know, it was the first time I ever did stand up comedy the first time. Yeah. And it was a showcase. It was one of these things where they, in the showcase too, it's so funny. They go, uh, you know, you better bring your headshots because you never know who's in the audience. And so everybody in the showcase—I remember when I showed up—was like stuffing headshots into envelopes and doing all this crazy stuff, right? I brought nothing because I knew I knew no one was going to be there. No one's going to. First time ever, anyone's on stage, they're going to do—they're uh, going to ah, look at this guy first time on stage, right? Sure. I go up on stage. The next week, I get a phone call, i like, "Hey, Joe, I'm a producer. I produce commercials, and I saw you on stage, and I thought you'd be great." for uh, a commercial and i'm like what the fuck and i call her back and i'm like because i knew i knew it was gonna be like it was gonna be something like i like pizza you know <laughs> and so i uh i call her back and she goes i, go, I tell her that joke I go like oh are they gonna be like some domino's pizza commercial or something she goes oh, <laughs> no 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 So, no, no, it's for this one thing, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, uh, basically, we need a guy who's like a total asshole, like just a total (laughs) jerk. He's (laughs) mean to the people and the customers. Nobody likes him. He's
0: rude. Stop it. You're acting like Joey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Callback. There it is. Let's end the story there. Mike, what is going on in the
0: Bay Area? So... Um, This just happened today. I changed up my stories because we were going to record yesterday. We ended up recording today. So this is brand new. This is a crazy case. A 15- or 16-year-old boy scaled a fence at the San Jose Airport, which is not too far uh, from where I'm at. And he got into the wheel well, like where the wheels are, the landing gear yeah. and all of that, yeah. of a Boeing 767. Uh, on the tarmac, and then he rode in the wheel well all the way to Hawaii. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, most of the meanwhile, flight he was you've
1: been telling the story about this old lady who came to Hawaii. And I she's like, that "Fuck! Too.
0: All I had to do was go in the wheel well." <laughs> Seriously. So this kid was uh, apparently unconscious for the duration of the two thousand four hundred mile flight because uh, of the high altitude and frigid temperatures. But after the plane landed, it took him about an hour to re- to regain consciousness. But then he slipped out. They found him. He went to the hospital. He's fine. Um, but I guess he ran away from home. And this was his idea of getting away. But it makes me think, like, what kind of security do we have? Luckily, this was just, like, a kid who did something stupid. It wasn't a guy with a bomb strapped to his chest oh, or something.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, heads right? are going
0: to roll. It's crazy. Like, security needs to be a little bit tighter than that, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah. No, no. That's horrible. So. How is he getting through? Right. Like, because they would never let me through anything. But this kid, I wonder if do you think the kid's cute. I feel like cute kids get through things. <laughs>
0: Well, they didn't. What you're? What do you mean? He got through. Like he climbed a fence and got into the airport. Like it wasn't oh, like he, he went through oh, he, TSA that's security. That's right. You said he hopped the fence. Yeah, that's he so like funny. went you're onto right. the tarmac.
1: You know, because I've driven by like LAX and stuff like that. And you're right. It's so funny how like to get into the airport, it's like all these levels of security. But yeah, around the airport, it's just like a dumb, chintzy fence. Right.
0: <laughs> They're like no, like you can't bring on like nail scissors or nail yeah, clippers or like right too much they're like water. no 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 but meanwhile kids are jumping the fence and like getting on airplanes yeah you go by the whatever.
1: runway and it's just like a dumb like fence you know nick yeah. oh like anybody could just
0: like if a terrorist really wants it, he could just drive through it yeah but that would i mean drive through it but then but then the,
1: it, the, you're gonna blow up the car
0: yeah but i'm saying like you so then you could get an airplane that's on the ground like i guess the like security reason I don't know like killing many people it would have to be a full plane I don't know I don't I don't I don't really know this show Joey you keep making like we keep talking about like terrorism and stuff that Facebook mm-hmm. post that you did by the way was really funny but mm-hmm. you said something about joining Al Qaeda yeah. we're like getting ne- basically the FBI is listening to everything we do now
1: you know what it'll boost our numbers <laughs> We'll have really good numbers. True. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, wow, our numbers went up. <laughs> Who's listening? So,
0: this kid got all the way to So Hawaii. is he in trouble? He even... Is he going to get arrested or anything? Or? No. He didn't even have to take his shoes off. I guess he's getting released. Um, it says that he's not going to be charged with any sort of crime. I don't really I – don't, I don't know. I guess they're focusing on the well-being of this kid. He's lucky to have survived, you know what? I this guess.
1: Is, this is why our society is fucked up. Because they're not going to do anything to this kid who, A, uh, did something very wrong and could have endangered his life. Maybe even the lives of others. I don't know it. could have about endangered him. the lives of others yeah. if, like,
0: yeah, his body is, like, I don't ugh, know. It's just
1: grossly going all over the place. Anyway, two, Um, there is this kid. It's not the story we're going to do. But did you see this kid who got suspended because he asked Miss America to prom?
0: No. No. Uh-uh.
1: Briefly, they had some um, rally at the school, like a, uh, and and the, they had warned the kid don't ask Miss America to prom, and he went and asked Miss America to prom, and they suspended him for three days because they had told him not to do that, and yeah, boring. That's not the point of the story, but like he got suspended for three days. This kid hid in a wheel well in an airport and climbed a fence and like okay, have fun in uh, a luka Luku, you know, wherever he is. <laughs> Wait. A Luku yeah. is that a place? I thought you just made that I up. I did make it up. Oh. I like how you so easily <laughs> bought it. You know, go to the well, go go have a dull pineapple drink at the doll farm. At a luku At a luku <laughs> That's where I'm gonna go. Um speaking of uh teenagers on poles did you hear about this Brian Singer story? Uh no. So cause this is one of my big stories this week. Okay, I have a lot to say about it, and there's an update today, actually. Okay. So Brian Singer, do you know who he is?
0: Um, up. Uh, tell me. He no. is a film director. He's a oh, director yeah, of yeah, the yeah. film
1: The Usual Suspects. He's also a director of uh, the X Men movies.
0: I do know the story.
1: Yeah. So this guy, um has a news conference last week, and he's like, "Brian Singer raped me in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Um, And when I was 15 to 17 years old, okay? And I'm suing him, and blah, right? We'll come back to the merits of that story in a second. But um, here's the thing. I've been screaming about this for years. You know, my friend Jonathan, who I mentioned earlier in the show, when i first met him was a tiny little twink and mike you know that jonathan when i first met him was so young looking it was yeah. crazy
0: well he was when I, I met jonathan he was probably like 19 and he could pass for like 16
1: oh i think he could pass for like 11 <laughs> no i'm going to post a picture i'm posting a lot of pictures this week
0: and you, and you will only do actually half of them.
1: Well, remind so. me, and I'll remember. But I'm going to post a picture of Jonathan that uh, we took at an Italian restaurant when he was about, about – by the time you that I met him. Yeah. And what was comical was Jonathan was like a little twink, and he would just order like tiny food. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I just want the spaghetti and meatballs at this Italian restaurant. And they brought him this – plate with like the two most gigantic meatballs you've ever seen so we thought it was funny we took a picture well he now that I've seen it years later I'm like why didn't anyone arrest me for being a pedophile he looks 11 years old in this picture
0: well also another kind of tangential story one time you guys were leaving I think Six Flags Magic Mountain oh I'm going
1: with another story (laughs) okay yeah
0: so you guys are leaving Six Flags Uh and some guy walks up and he's like Oh, she's selling perfume, yes, right? Yeah. So she says to Jonathan, do you want perfume? And he's like, no, I don't. And you guys are getting in the car. And she's like, well, how about your dad?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> I lit- we, we were actually in the car, and I just rolled the window up in her face. Because the window was rolled down. She goes, she was trying to sell like him cologne, actually. She's like, we have, like, Noir, or something." Whatever. I don't know what she was selling, right? And then he goes, no, 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 no. She goes like, yeah. And she was like, how about your dad? And I I was probably twenty eight years old at the time, he I, and his father, but yeah I guess you're right. If he looked eleven, maybe it could if I had him. I don't know. I thought you were gonna tell the story one time. Mike and I dropped Jonathan off somewhere, and then he <laughs> he called me and he goes, "Oh my god, I left some clothes in your car," and we're like, "Oh where? Oh here they are," and this is when Mike was significantly heavier. We picked up these clothes. They look like doll clothes. Like, like baby clothes. Yeah, like Jeff Dunham put them on his puppets. Like that kind of size of clothes.
0: Like a toddler onesie. Yeah. They're like a little <laughs> tiny
1: t-shirt and little tiny underwear and little tiny mm-hmm. jeans. You know? Oh my god, it was so funny. But anyway, the point I bring the reason I bring up Jonathan is when I first met Jonathan, Brian Singer was so up in jonathan's grill he wanted jonathan so bad so jonathan used to go to these parties and jonathan's about the same age as his kid you know a little younger like a year younger and he would go to these parties all the time and he would tell me oh my god the creepiest people were there and oh, this person was there and that person was there and so i've known these party forever and how creepy these parties are right Come back to like a year ago, friend of the show, Jacob Bixenman, texts me and he's like, guess where I'm going tonight? I'm like, where? And he goes, "Brian Singer's having a party. And I was like, girl, do not go to these. These are horrible, <laughs> horrible parties, right?
0: Bring your own drinks. Yeah, bring
1: your own drinks. <laughs> yeah. So meanwhile, he goes and he's like, oh, my God, it was so skeevy because it's like nothing but Twinks, which is also the name of my new um, clothing
0: line. <laughs> com yeah, is already nothing, taken though is it I'm sure it is <laughs> check right
1: now see if it's taken nothing but okay twinks.
0: you go and I'll, I will so
1: um, Jonathan so Jonathan and I have been talking about this Brian Singer story I've been talking about his creepiness for years this is going to go to this update now so Jonathan was like oh well just you wait he's like because the lawyer who's represented this kid actually let me look up the information his name is Michael Egan he was 17 at the time he was an aspiring model and he says he used to go to the Nothing home. Nothing
0: but Twinks is available. Okay,
1: good. Um, that should be our show page. Um, he. Says, yeah. <laughs> That's why I should call my podcast, man. I get a million hits. I should make a new podcast called Nothing But Twinks. Meanwhile, <laughs> well, it's a 40-year-old <laughs> fat Mexican gay guy. Okay. So the guy claims he went to the home of Mark Collins Rector who uh, is, by the way, now, since this has happened, a convicted sex offender, he pled guilty to luring a minor back in 2004, and they used to call the house the m Estate. Now, um, hold on for a second, sorry. I, you know, I put my um, iPad on silent and it still makes the noise. Um, okay, so um, I need to get these names, but just last week I was talking to Jonathan, Jonathan would say, like, just you wait, the next one, because the the lawyer promised, he thought, oh, next week on Monday, I'm going to give you, like, more names of this Hollywood, like, child, you know, twink ring in Hollywood. He, Jonathan called it last week, he's like, oh, it's just, it's going to be, like, uh, Garth Ancier, David Newman, Gary Goddard, and sure enough, Joe, Mike, those three guys are the new people named in the lawsuit. So today the lawyer came out he brought the kid and his mom and they now are suing Garth Antier who used to be um, like a producer like on Fox and he made 21 Jump Street and The Simpsons. Um, David Newman who I think, what did David Newman do? I don't know. One of them was a Broadway producer and another guy was, did something else, a director. And they are now thrown in there. So I'm thinking to tell you about the live show. If this story is still big on May seventh, we should have Jonathan and Jacob Bixenman on a show to talk about their experiences at these Brian Singer parties.
0: Okay, you work that out.
1: I will. Um, but what do you think? I do think though,
0: so like the story like, um I don't know, I feel like everybody is saying like everybody knows that this was going on, right? Don't you feel uh,
1: everybody like oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Everybody just kind of knows. But then does that make like the claims? I like some of the stuff that I've seen on Facebook. Um, people that even listen to the show are like, uh, you are an attention whore that was trying to further your own career. So you were hanging it out with this Brian Singer guy. So like you only got what you asked for. But I feel like to a certain extent, yes, that's true. Like you're playing with fire. But like, I don't like if you drugged and raped a 17 year old, like. Even if the seventeen year old you know like a seventeen year old has the right to be an attention whore that tries to do things, but like at a certain point don't attention whores don't they have the the right to say no? Even if they like go to a certain point, like they have the right to eventually say, like, I don't want this.
1: Well, you know the guy claims to be straight. Okay. Okay. One. Two, if have you read the actual accounts of what he says happened? No. Okay, you should, cause they're ridiculous. They're like, oh, I'm straight, and they for he went to Mike. I would buy it more if he went to one party, and this happened. No, Mike, he went and he admits this went to multiple parties over the course of two years, and he's like, oh, and then and then he's like, Brian Singer put cocaine on his on his finger and forced me to sniff it up my nose. No, he did it, and they forced. It's not like. It's not. I could almost buy it if they're like, "Hey, I'm young," and they like coerced me into drinking alcohol. No, they like pinched his nose and made him swallow the alcohol. You know, and uh-
0: I just don't like getting in the the area where we're like, "Yeah, that guy who says he was raped. Um, let's say let's say he he deserved it, or I don't know. I just don't feel like." That's a good thing to be saying. I'm not saying he deserved it. I'm just calling
1: into question these allegations and the motives of the person who went there. Why did his parents let him go, if this is true, at the age of 15 or 16 to Hawaii with a bunch of gay men? Sure. You know? So it's crazy. It's crazy town talk. And then, um, you know, he he actually filed suit against Mark Collins Rector in the year 2000, Michael Egan did. Never named Brian Singer in that lawsuit. Um, and in that lawsuit, they, they there were other co-plaintiffs uh, and they all talked about how Michael Egan got them to go to the parties. He was the conduit bringing them to the parties. So if he's getting drugged and anally raped, why is he inviting other – his friends to these parties?
0: Do you think that this is the story of – like I would imagine like these men with power that were playing with fire really like – they liked men that were eighteen to twenty, right? Do you think that this is a story of them just believing that these guys are of legal age but look young, and then this kid happened to be seventeen, and they could be you... they
1: could be plain dumb, you know. Again, I've never been to one of these parties, but I what? Yeah, I know. Believe it or not. But I, I will say that um, Jonathan has told me, like, and Jonathan is not a big Brian Singer fan. But he's like, Brian Singer never was creepy. He never forced me to do anything. He never was like that. Because the truth of the matter is I know rape isn't about sex. Sure. But Brian Singer at this point is at the height of his Brian Singerness. And if it truly is, like, taking advantage of young people who are coming to Hollywood, he has his pick of the litter and also especially in 1998 wasn't a bad-looking guy you know so it's one of these things where um, I think in this case I think it's a person seeking attention or money or is bitter because uh he now claims to be straight and this stuff happened and he's trying to almost um, and he's trying to rewrite history um, or i don't know i can't i can't speculate to what his motives are i don't know what his motives are but i will say i don't believe now it'll come out in court i personally don't believe from what i know that i necessi- i don't think i buy into his story
0: i i feel like if somebody i mean it might be creepy if you know this man is into somebody who is you know, barely legal or whatever. Like, you might find that creepy, but that's not illegal, yeah, right? no.
1: And by the way, I do not like Brian Singer. I do not like him.
0: I also believe that, like, the line of what is legal and what is not is legal is sort of arbitrary. Like, we've already talked about that. It's not like you turn 18 and you suddenly become a different person or you're suddenly a man. Like, the feelings you have at 17 are, you know, for some kids is pretty adult and then some people, the feelings they have at 21, they're still kind of like immature and a child, whatever. But And I think it also is important to note that this is a civil lawsuit, not a criminal investigation in any way,
1: right? Yeah, but I wonder what the statute of limitations are that could be the problem. I don't know what they are, though. I don't know anything about that side.
0: I think the LAPD issued a statement saying that there never was a complaint filed against Singer by this person or Well, yeah, because one of
1: the things he claims is that he went to the police and they ignored him you know and you're like really they ignored him
0: i i think that the evidence is you know there and it is what it is but i just think it's dangerous to tell somebody like oh you were drugged and raped uh you deserved it who
1: said that he oh oh i see it i don't say this i just don't believe the story oh yeah yeah no no one should be drugged and raped but in other words if these these, (laughs) did you say and or raped yeah (laughs) um (laughs) um But uh, I just don't believe that this this – something's fishy here. Something doesn't smell right here. So anyway, what is going on with you, Mike Lawson, in the Bay Area? Oh, you did a story. Give me another story. I have
0: two more stories. Well, I have two stories, and you you can choose which one. The first one is um, uh, Tied to a Bedpost, San Francisco Man Can't Stop Robber. The other one is Chinatown Walgreens egg sale blowout causes a bit of a ruckus.
1: Hmm, I like both of those stories, but I'm very curious about the first one. I, I choose the first one.
0: Okay, so the 63-year-old man. This is like – I'm pretty sure it was a scene in Seinfeld at one point or another. But the 64-year-old man – went to a bar in, um, it doesn't say which bar he went to, but he lives in the Bernal Heights area of San Francisco. So they go to a bar. He meets a guy. They don't say the age of the guy. I'm going to guess that the 63 year old met somebody that was a little bit younger than him. Uh, he invites the guy to his house and the idea is that they were going to have sex. Let me guess uh, the
1: guy stole his underwear.
0: No. Well, maybe, but the stranger said that he was into bondage so I'm se- seriously this is like a rerun of a sitcom. The guy gets tied up, right? Um using uh neck ties that they have in the house. The guy gets tied up, then the stranger proceeds to rob his house. So the guy's tied up in the bed, he robs everything in the house, his including like laptop, cell phone, all of these things, a tablet. And then I'm not sure how but the 63-year-old then was able to untie himself and call the police. And there's thinking that nothing really is going to happen because there's not even a solid, like, description of what the guy looked like. Um, but I was thinking, like, in a way, isn't Grinder good for this? Because, like, if you meet somebody and this happens, like, you at least have some sort of digital trail a little bit. Right? Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I don't know how cooperative Grindr would be with, like, helping you find the person. but Wouldn't it be like funny? Something... Okay, I have two things to say about this. One, I'm going to date myself here. It, it really
1: is a scene out of the late 70s comedy starring Goldie Hawn and Chevy Chase called Foul Play. Okay. Anyone, everyone should check that movie out. Dudley Moore gets tied up and robbed. Yeah. Second, so you said you don't know how cooperative Grinder would be. Yeah. My guess is they would cooperate. But the police would go like, okay, we want to see the file on um this old man. And they're like, okay, here. And then it's like, bloop. The White Party is coming to Palm Springs. Make sure and buy your tickets now. May seventeenth to the twenty. Okay, no, we don't need to see that. Bloop. Okay, go ahead. Make sure and use condoms whenever. You, like, I'm thinking to be all those like grinder ads. Like, oh my god, we can't find the culprit. We're going through.
0: Oh my god, there's an underwear sale. Okay, all right. Or, or they go to the the culprits profile and it's just like bloop and it's dick pics yeah. dick pics dick pics <laughs> okay. so they bring in a sketch artist who draws like a picture of a wiener mm-hmm. and then that's all over there and meanwhile so somebody help goes us find this man oh
1: my god it's kirk <laughs> like someone everyone knows who it is <laughs>
0: <laughs> what if joey what if their safe word it they just like had a really bad uh setup so their safe word was like rob me blind and then get out of here so then like He was like tied up and he wanted to be untied. So he's like, Rob me blind and get out of here. And then the.
1: (laughs) And then he did it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Would you let a stranger tell you? No,
1: I was just talking to somebody about this uh, the other day. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. I was, uh, I'm not into bondage. That does not excite me at all. I think I was talking to Richard about
0: it. But if the guy was into it. Nope. Never. You're like, I will never do that. Well, it would be very boring for me and very comical, you know. Yeah, but that's compromise, Joe. Like, sometimes you have to do things that are kind of boring. This is
1: a story for legendary. This is an episode for legendary Joe stories. You know, there was a guy that I met online years ago who uh, one time I was just like really, really mean to him. Right. Yeah. And for some reason it turned him on. And. I was like, oh, do you like it when I mean to you? And he goes, yeah, I really like it. And I don't know how the conversation went there, but he goes, uh, it turned into the fact that he had this rape fantasy. Okay. And he wanted me to um, faux rape him. He goes, all right. Frape. Yeah, frape him. Fake rape. <laughs> Michael Egan knows about that. So <laughs> he goes, he goes, uh, he goes, all right, here's what you're going to do. Here's the plan. You're gonna dress all in black. <laughs> you're gonna to come to my apartment. My bedroom is on the on the first floor in front of the lawn. Right? Yeah. You're gonna go up the lawn. You're gonna I'm gonna leave the window open. You're gonna slide the window open. You're gonna come in and you're gonna rape me. Okay. Right? And I was like, No, I don't want all right. I'm look, I'm just gonna leave my window open. Okay? That's all I'm gonna do. I'm gonna leave my window open and I'll be sleeping. So Was he
0: from Kentucky? No, he
1: wasn't from Huntington
0: Beach. Oh. Oh, because the voice you're doing sounds like Kentucky, but okay.
1: go on. Yeah, I was gonna leave my window open. So whatever happened, happened, I'm gonna go to sleep. So I remember I was like, ah, oh, fuck, should I do this? Oh God. Okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I remember I got in my car and the whole time I was like still second guessing myself all the way to Huntington Beach. Yeah. I park in front of this guy's house. I'm still second-guessing myself. I'm what ca- time is it? Oh, this is like 1130 or midnight by this okay. point.
0: So a Mexican wearing all black yes, is sneaking yes, up to someone. Yes, yes, a perfect, yes
1: yeah. I know. It's just a horrible situation.
0: In Huntington Beach. In
1: Huntington Beach, which is so fucking racist yeah. there.
0: You're not carrying a, a lawnmower. No. So you're automatically a yeah. suspect. 1130
1: and I'm dressed in all black Yeah. and like a ski – not a ski cap, but what's the little caps called? Like a, like I get old timey burglar wears like that, and <laughs> I'm walking and I go up and down the lawn going like oh I shouldn't do this. So finally I go to his window. He must have seen me pull up or something like that. He is doing the worst fake sleep <laughs> I've ever seen. You know the kind where like the hands are in the prayer pos- me, 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 yeah me, 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 me. his hands are in the prayer position <laughs> under his neck <laughs> uh-huh. and he's like oh, shh. And so, like, I, sure enough, I slide the window open. And it's one of those, the window was, like, just high enough where I had to, like, hop to get inside.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I throw one leg over and I hop to get inside. The bitch had, like, some sort of table <laughs> right there, right? <laughs> and I crash into the room, like, ah! And then, like, everything crashes to the ground. <laughs> this, is, this is more proof that it's fake. He's like, oh! Yeah, not even noticing that a fat, not well, actually, it was thin then. A thin Mexican guy just jumped into his room, right? Yeah. So I'm like, "Get up. I'm raping you." Or you know, like, it sounds so stupid,
0: you know. <laughs> "Hey, I'm going to rape you," right? <laughs> and, rape is not funny by the way, but Yeah, for the, the, the story record, rape is. is not funny. "I'm going to yep.
1: I'm here to rape you by consent," you know? <laughs> by the way, I noticed that he has a knife and duct tape. By the bed, which I do. Oh no, I did duct tape him. I duct taped his mouth.
0: Just sitting next to the bed.
1: Yeah, oh just yeah. A knife and a duct tape. You know how you do when you go to bed at night. <laughs> so I I don't use the knife. I use the knife to cut the duct tape. But I okay. duct tape his mouth, and we go at it right. And then yeah. half I'm like, yeah, rape, you know. And <laughs> but then I go. I uh, halfway through I'm like, this is real. It's just once you're done with that, it's just fucking boring sex. Okay. It's just boring sex, so I'm like you know what, this is kind of stupid. I remember he stopped and he was like, "Hmm," because he had duct tape on. <laughs> and you go, "Yeah, can we just have regular sex?"
0: And so, but at that point, what is regular sex like? I know, just finished. I know, I just finished. I just finished, and I left. But here's the thing: Did you go out the window?
1: No, <laughs> no, I went through the front door. But okay. what's funny is, I was creeped out by him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. I didn't call him so like a few days later he calls me and I answer the phone and I I guess I didn't see his number or something and he goes here's what I want to do now I'm going to come to your place you turn off all the lights and I won't know my way around and you sneak up from behind and take me and I was like you know what I'm fucking sick of your goddamn shit. This is fucking disgusting. I don't know what the fuck's the matter with you. I like lay into him, right? And go like, and leave me alone. And he goes, that was so hot. <laughs> and I hung up on him. I never saw him again. I will say, I will say, Jonathan knew him from high school. And um, I think people kind of didn't believe my story. Years later, he hooks up with a friend of me and Jonathan and that friend goes, I believe Joe. He shows this picture that this guy sent to the friend. Yeah. It's his entire body in, like, tape, except for his penis. Like, his, and he has a ball in his mouth. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, F F T R for the record, Huntington Beach Fire Department, fireman,
0: mm. thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> what else is happening in L.A.? Oh right, that was your news story. Yeah, hijacked it I know. <laughs> like like you were on a plane headed to Hawaii, <laughs>
1: like you were in a bedroom in Huntington Beach. So um, the screenwriter also another. I don't like Brian Singer because of his grossness. I also don't like screenwriter Dustin Lance Black. I think this has been recorded on the show. I'm not, I do not like Lance Black. Yeah, he used to date Jonathan actually. So we have a lot to talk to Jonathan about on May seventh. He used to date Jonathan, and uh, he, was slated, he was slated to speak at his alma mater, Pasadena City College. He was slated to give the commencement address. And then Pasadena City College found out that in 2010, uh, photos were leaked showing him having sex with um, uh,
0: his boyfriend at the time. So basically no gay guy could ever speak at Pasadena City College. I know, seriously. Um... <laughs>
1: And so they rescinded their offer for him to speak at the commencement address. He actually wrote a very eloquent response to it. I recommend everyone go read it. It's too long to read on here, but it's very eloquent and it's very cool. Um, But he is considering legal action, which I think is stupid. (laughs) No, I will speak at your commencement address.
0: Well, did he like – is he out money because of – No, the
1: the former – actually the offer was never finalized. And then also – there is controversy about the finalization part of it now um my question now this is again i don't like brian singer but i'm coming to his defense because i think that these charges against him are felonious i don't know if that's the correct use of that word but yeah um dustin lance black i am not a fan of lance black right yeah but i'm coming to his defense here mike what is your opinion on this
0: well correct me if i'm wrong the pictures that were leaked were stolen from his computer yes right? they were stolen from his computer so it's not like he took these pictures and then sent them out i i feel like this is a college it's not like an elementary school like these are adults that you're, i don't it seems just really stupid well also the controversy the
1: is too stupid. is that pasadena city college has had two controversial teachers there one who taught a class on pornography and brought in the, porn, the actor James Dean, who is not supposed to be cute, but is strangely very hot. And to um, uh, a guy who did creepy shit with the te- girl students there. So uh, clearly they have no problems with those teachers, but they have a problem with a gay man who was having consensual sex with his boyfriend at the time. By the way, another guy who likes the young ones. And, um...
0: So, I guess something that people are talking about is that this is like a case of homophobia yeah. on the school's part. And I that kind of is complicated to me because I I think a lot of times we use that word when it's like something bad happens to a gay person and we just like slam that title on it. But I guess if you, I guess a good way of like breaking down if it is or isn't is if this was a heterosexual person and sex photos were le- were released or stolen from their personal computer, or whatever, would the, the heterosexual person be in the same place? Would the school also count, cancel on that person? And I, I don't know that they would.
1: Uh, I don't think that. I, my, my guess would be that they wouldn't.
0: Because, yeah, it just seems, um, I don't know. I Also, we're in a, an age where like everybody has sex photos out there somewhere floating around. Do you know what I mean? Like Wait, nude Mike, pics or something. Do you have nude- no? I don't actually. No, I don't. <laughs> but I mean, like, I could see where it could happen.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I don't think it would be a case. I'm sure if you looked at their history, much closer of their commencement address speakers, that they all have done some pretty gnarly shit. It may not even be sex related, but they've done something controversial. Or and again, this was it wasn't like Lance releases on his own. They were taken against his will, whether off a computer or hidden cameras in a house. They were taken against his knowledge. I will say, Lance has done an amazing job with whatever PR firm to get those wiped from the internet. You cannot find those pictures anywhere. Hmm. So um, there are there are firms that you can hire that will do that, and you cannot find those pictures
0: now does uh lance what's his name lance black mm-hmm. dustin lance black does he attend brian singer's pool parties no no because isn't he into the younger guys too
1: he is into the younger guys too i don't know like you know what jonathan told me in, in fairness to the brian singer parties he was like the 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 newspapers and the press are making them sound very salacious and yes brian singer does have very young people at these parties are probably 17 18 to 21 22 He says, like, no different than being at the pool at the Hard Rock in Vegas, you know? Sure. They're not, like, these sex – there's not these, like, drug-filled orgies that the media makes them out to be. Now, again, Jonathan was going, like, in the year 2000. So maybe they've changed since then. But that's when the guy who did the lawsuit was going, so.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, also, there's something creepier about in the year 2000, these people, these adults are now 14 years older than that, right? Yeah. So that that changes the dynamic a little bit as well. What do you got going on next week? Anything fun that you want to tell me about?
1: Nothing particularly fun. I have a big project due in May. So my, basically my life is revolving around that project. It's my dad's birthday on Saturday, and I believe I'm going to the Magic Castle swap meet on Saturday. Oh,
0: cool. We're having a big house party on Sunday. Um... My roommate, uh, Ricardo, is turning, is having a birthday. I don't know how old he's turning. So that's happening. So we're going to have to talk about recording because I think Sunday might be out. Okay. Um, Because it's going to probably be loud late here. Uh, but also, um, I'm reading Gone Girl. Have you heard of this? I've, I've been actually have it on my Kindle. I've been meaning to read it forever. Joey, it's really good. So they're turning it into a Ben Affleck movie. You should read it before that happens. It's just a page turner. It's not like you know this wonderfully written book. It's just a really um, uh, catchy sort of mystery novel. I'm doing that. I'm on the fourth season of The Simpsons. Um, and I'm also training for a marathon. I'm in my third week of training for a marathon. So. And do you
1: have some sort of blog about the marathon or something?
0: Yeah, I've mentioned it on this show, but you why would you know that? You have? Um, yeah, uh, mikesmarathon.com. I'm just kind of documenting how training is going. So.
1: Oh, and look forward to my new podcast, Nothing But Twinks.
0: I've already registered it, so you'll have to buy the domain from me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, nice catching up with you, Joey. Go to hell, Mike. Bye.